Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Welcome back to the show. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Uh, we're starting this week off uh, with a, I hope a, a, a podcast is going to get you guys motivated to change, to make some positive changes, not only in your world, but in the world of your clients. Just, we're going to revisit some topics we've we've uh, talked about before, but I think um, in today's climate, it's, it's a good message to uh, revisit. Anyways, before we jump into that... Um, Thank you guys for uh, downloading the the um, last couple podcasts. Um, I always enjoy um, checking the stats and the analytics and seeing the downloads. Uh, that's a fun project for me. Um, so thank you. I hope uh, hope you enjoyed the interview with uh, Jess Pilgrim um, in her business coaching uh, strategies. And so uh, let me know if you are looking forward to a part two. Because uh, I think there's a lot there. Anyhow, what I want to get in today is looking at how we can really affect change long term. Now we've always heard that you know you can, you know you can't you can't change other people. You can only change yourself. Or you know if if you come across a situation, it's not necessarily the situation. It's how you react to a situation, right? And that's what we can control. These are these things in our lives, these things in our world, whether they be, you know, professional challenges or personal challenges or, you know, just social political challenges that are out there. You can't necessarily control others or how others think, but you can control how you think and how you react. And you can change yourself if you think you're heading in the wrong direction. Now, this goes back to our... Um, philosophy and our mission, which you've heard me talk a lot about over the year, over the last couple of years of the podcast. But I, but again, it's it's so important that you have that mission and that that vision. Just like um, uh, we were talking about on the podcast the other day, um, having that vision is your filter to make all your decisions through, right? But in doing so. You can use that to look internally to make sure that you yourself are impacting the people you need to impact the right way. And that is what I want to talk about today. So as you recall, our um, our motto or kind of our tagline is wake up, work up, move up. And yes, it's catchy. It's a play on words. You know, we're moving up. We're working up to the next level. Uh, we're we're going to wake up and, and, and get going. Right. And up upstate performance project, UPP up. There's an up arrow for our logo. And again, it all came, came together in one of these um, really neat. Uh, just kind of meeting of the minds. Chelsea and I were uh, she actually reminded me the other day we were at brunch and we were trying to come up with the name and she came up with the name. And then uh, I immediately thought of the, the logo and then she came up with the wake up, work up, move up tagline. And then we kind of put it together. Well, that should mean something, not just be cool. And so we talked about, you know, it means it's a it's a, a map, a roadmap to success. And not just personal success in terms of weight loss or gaining muscle, although it, it does help or that does. That's our vehicle and how we get there. 
but what it really means, and, and you guys have read this on the blogs, hopefully you've read it on our on our blog, um, heard me talk about it in other podcasts. I've done the entire podcast on this before, but wake up, work up, move up is our way of helping to elicit change in yourself personally, but in society as a whole. Now, I'm not going to get into politics here. I'm not going to get into, you know, things that I think are wrong with the world or things that you might think are wrong with the world, but we all have opinions. We all have ideas, right? And you can get into a discussion with someone and you might feel, you know, whether you're talking about the best way to lose weight, the best diet to use, the uh, the best workout, or again, politically, you might be talking about one side and they're kind of on the other side. And it might seem that you get to a stalemate. And your first reaction may be, I know, I know I'm right. I've got the facts here. I'm looking at actual tangible facts. There's no way I'm wrong here, but the other person won't listen. And you start to feel crazy. You start to feel like, what's wrong with them? You know, why won't they listen? And, and it, you know, you might get angry. Well, again, you may not be able to control them. You may not be able to just give them facts and have them change their mind. I mean, in the fitness world, we see this all the time, right? We tell people all the time, look, if you eat this number of calories, sleep this amount of time, and do this amount of exercise, you'll lose weight, you'll build muscle, you'll do whatever. It may take some time, it's not gonna happen overnight, but that will elicit change. But everyone's got excuses, everyone's got you know their idea in their head of why it won't work for them. But we know it will, right? And we could sit there and be mad at some clients that just don't get it or just don't, they may understand it, but they don't do it, right? And that can be frustrating. And we could sit here and be frustrated at them, or we could change our approach, right? We have that control. We need to figure out a different way of how we're going to get that message to that client. And sometimes that message is leading by example. So for for example, I've got a few clients right now that are all kind of in the same boat. And I'm kind of in that boat as well. We're all around, you know, late 30s to mid 40s. And... All want to add a little muscle, drop a little body fat, um, and you know just look a little better, feel a little better, right? And I've got a wedding coming up. I want to look good in those uh, honeymoon photos, right? But the, the thought is, I have talked to a lot of my clients about weight loss before, and some of them do it for a little while and then they fall off. They do it for a little while and they fall off. We have some success, then we take a step back. And that's life. We know that. But in one way, I haven't done that because I've never really tried or not tried, never really needed and or wanted to lose a lot of weight. I don't necessarily want to lose a lot of weight right now, but I want to tighten up a little bit. I want to drop a few a few pounds. I bulked up a little bit over the, the 2020 uh year, wasn't outside a lot, didn't do a whole lot, uh, shirtless. <laughs> so I just bulked up a little bit more than, than, uh, than I planned, but, um, a lot of it was good weight. Some of it wasn't. So I want to get rid of that stuff that wasn't right. Um, that being said, I'm, I'm really focusing on my 
intangibles, the, the diet, the nutrition, the sleep, and doing exactly what I'm telling my clients and try, these particular clients who are, who are wanting the same thing and saying, okay, look, if you've had a hard time trying to put this together, you know, the, the things that are outside of the gym that I can't control, I'm going to show you how to do it. And I'm going to do it exactly uh, how I'm saying, um, because it's the same goal, right? Because in, 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 in past, you know, I can tell people, yeah, work out every day, sleep well, eat well. And I do that, but it may not be the same goal as my client. You know, my client who comes in, who's, you know, 40, 50, 60 pounds overweight and just wants weight loss. And I'm, you know, weight lifting and, uh, strength training all the time and I eat right. Yeah. I'm, that might be what I'm doing to grow my muscles or to get stronger, but that may not be the same path I would take if I was trying to drop a few extra pounds. Okay. So now I'm trying to do that exact thing that my clients are wanting so that they're going to see me do it and they're going to see me succeed doing it. And that may or may not impact them right away. They may not even notice that right away. And that's okay. The point is I can't force them to do those things. You know, like we've said before, you know, you can write the best program in the world, but you can't force them to give the effort that you want them to. You can motivate them. You can, um, or you can try to motivate them. You can give all of the, uh, psychology, uh, behavior change models that we talk about, but sometimes people just aren't there yet mentally and we can try to get them there. And sometimes it takes a while and sometimes it takes you taking a step back, not getting frustrated with them, but adjusting your approach. So that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I've had some clients that have had a little bit of success, taken a, maybe a step back, you know, 2020 was hard for a lot of people. And so now I'm, I'm adjusting my approach the next, this next uh, few months to see if I can't help them get back on track. And so that being said, Going back to my wake up, work up, move up tagline for the business. The one thing you can do to change yourself is to kind of, again, wake yourself up to what's going around. What can you control? What are you not doing to make your life better? Okay, we're not talking about your clients yet. We're talking about you as a trainer, as a coach. A, are you living out what you're, what you're preaching? B, what are things you want to change about your life and day-to-day habits and whatever the case may be? And are you living up to that? And if not, what can you do to get there? Okay, so you start with yourself. What can you do to change yourself? Start now. Start right away. Don't wait on it. Don't make a plan and start next week. Start now. And then we, we go to... Uh, work up. So we're, we've worked up to this state where we've got ourselves under control. We, we, we're doing what we need to do. We're having success. We're feeling good about ourselves. We know that we're checking off the boxes. Now, look, life is never going to be perfect. There's always going to be roadblocks. There's always going to be obstacles. And that's where those behavior models that we always talk about come into play. They help us give a, uh, a roadmap around those obstacles because we know there's always, that's always going to happen. But once you've gotten yourself into this positive state where you're moving forward and you feel good about having your your life in order, you're just more equipped to handle those stresses because they're always going to come. That's never going to not happen. 
but you're going to feel better about handling them because you're going to be prepared. Right? So when that happens, you are then seen more and more and more as a leader, more and more and more as an expert and more as someone that people can really look up to and get behind. Right? They, they might see you like that or assume you're like that when they come hire you as a personal trainer or a coach, life coach, whatever. But the more that you're doing it and, and you are doing what you're saying and having success, the more credibility you have, the more people you follow, the bigger audience that you can impact. And that is where we make the the, in, the comparison of the, the wake up is, is the individual. The work up is where that individual then kind of in, influences a community. And then from there, we take, you know, that community is now making waves within society as a whole. And it's a ripple effect. It may take years, months, probably months, years to happen. But if there's things in this world that we don't like, and again, going back to not just weight loss, not just strength gains, we're talking about how we deal with other people in the world and how we can impact change. Now, that's the move up. We're moving up a level. We are saying, look, we as a community have come together and we're making changes, we're talking, we're moving forward. Now we gotta move up to that next level. Now, again, from a fitness perspective, that makes a lot of sense. We become healthier. When we become healthier as a community and then as a society, guess what happens? Things start to change. Um, policy starts to change in terms of healthcare reform and things like that. Because why? Everyone's healthier, right? We don't the, the preventative stuff and the and the um, or I should say the reactive stuff uh, fixes and drugs and things like that aren't needed as much. It's not to say that they're not needed. There'll always be a need, but not as much. And so these are the things that can impact society as a whole. And I know that's getting way, way out there. But like I said, we have to have that vision of where we are now and where we want to head. You know, I want to make a change on society, not just, you know, me personally, not just my clients that I deal with on a daily basis, but that's my vehicle. Me and my clients are the vehicle that which I want to make an impact, uh, not just in Greenville, but in the world. And that's how we do that. You have to start with yourself and influence others and then have those people influence others and it grows and grows and grows. And if you talk about, you know, politics here, and again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take a side. I'm not going to try to paint a picture here. What I'm saying is some people I know are going to ask the question and you may be asking yourself now, okay, well, great. If I think this way and I follow Pete's advice and then someone over here thinks a different way and I follow and they follow Pete's advice, but, but they think differently. I'm not saying you, you, you're trying to overtake the world. I'm not trying to say you're trying to get everyone to think and do exactly what you do. What I'm trying to say is when you control yourself, when you get your stuff in order, when you wake up and you work on and work up to a level that you impact your, your community around you, you and your community are more open to different ideas, different things that come at you. 
And really the word here is compromise. And the word, the other word here is, you know, coming together, right? So we can come together. We can tolerate more viewpoints. Why? Because we understand that if, if person A thinks this way and person B thinks this way, but we both have a healthy respect for critical thinking and all of the things that we need, that's where compromise can happen and tr growth truly happens. In other words, if I try to get everyone to think and do what I do, everyone might start looking like me and thinking like me and working out like me and doing everything that way. Well, that's not necessarily good for everybody. <laughs> it's good for me and good for some people that think that way. But that's not necessarily what the world as a whole needs, right? There's some people that need more strength, need more weight loss, need more, and that's not what I'm doing personally, right? So I, you have to be willing to see things dip from a different perspective. So from the fitness perspective, that societal impact becomes what, what do we all want as a society? We, no one wants to pay a lot in healthcare. Should we have it free universally or should it be premiums be less or should it be, you know, a point system based on how healthy you are? You know, there's all sorts of different, you know, ideas out there, right? And you might have a thought on one or the other, but the idea is we, we all want lower healthcare costs. There's no doubt about that, right? And so that might be the societal thing that we can all agree on. And we can also all agree on that that will, will happen if we are all healthier, right? So getting into other topics, again, I'm not trying to make this a political show, but what I'm saying is if you listen to other people and if you think critically, you will find common ground. And if one side always thinks this way and the other side thinks the other way, they're never going to agree and progress will never be made. You have to be able to look at the bigger picture, compromise, work together. And in doing so, society progresses. And the way that starts is with you. You can change yourself. You can't change other people. You can change yourself. And when I say you can't change other people, obviously as a personal trainer, as a coach, your job is to you know, change them. But, I, but not that way, not just I have influence over you, I have power over you to change you. I have tools that you do not. I'm going to give you these tools and you are going to get stronger through self-empowerment. And that is our motto. That is our philosophy at Upstate Performance Project. We're going to teach you how to become more self-sufficient and you are going to grow, my clients that is, as a result of that. And when when you start doing that to yourself as a trainer, as a coach, you can have more of that influence onto your clients. Those clients then go out into the community, into society as a whole. And again, we're equipping ourselves to handle the stresses, handle the obstacles. Those stresses and obstacles may be people that don't believe the same things you believe in. But how can we still coexist in the same space and still move forward where everyone can be you know, happy. It's never going to be perfect on one side or the other. Never. And we need to learn to work together and we start by working on ourselves. All right. Hopefully that was 
helpful and didn't come off as, as a rant. Please let me know if you have any questions on this. Please respond to this. I want to hear what you all are thinking. Have a good one.